0: When Governor Cuomo ordered the New York State Police Reform and Reinvention Collaborative, it spurred local governments to scrutinize their police forces and look to change them.
1: We're not going to be, as a state government, subsidizing improper police tactics. We're not doing it. And this is how we're going to do it. I'm going to sign an executive order today. We'll require local governments and police departments all across the state about 500 to develop a plan that reinvents and modernizes police strategies and programs in their community.
2: On one hand, putting the responsibility on local governments to look at and improve the relationships between their police departments and their communities seems like the right move for addressing police violence.
1: And the only way to do it is to get in a room, get to the table, Let everyone say their piece and let's figure it out community by community all across this state. It will be statewide. No other state has done it. But New York State will lead the way because New York is New York tough.
0: But on the other hand, the governor's order did not give specific guidance on how to go about these reviews or provide benchmarks of success.
2: Reading through the order, it says that to develop the plan, local governments should go through any studies addressing systemic racial bias or racial justice in policing, implicit bias awareness training and violence prevention and reduction interventions.
0: And the list of areas that need addressing go on. But the idea was that each municipality would be able to see the solutions that would work best for them after this push to do so.
2: So in Ithaca, the solution to reforming and reinventing the police came with what they say is a real reimagining, transforming the Ithaca Police Department into something new, the Department of Public Safety, which is now on its way.
3: The idea in a new department is that you would still have armed public safety workers that respond to things that we typically think of as police responsibilities now, but you would also have community solutions workers people who could respond to the type of calls for service that don't result in arrests and that have low incidences of danger or conflict.
0: That was Ithaca Mayor Savante Myrick. There are many other components to Ithaca's plan, including parts that are going to be done in tandem with Tompkins County, but this one is by far the deepest structural change being made to policing. It solely pertains to the City of Ithaca Police Department and was passed unanimously by the Common Council on March 31st.
2: According to Ithaca's plan, these changes are data-driven. The Ithaca Police Department spends about a third of its time responding to calls that never lead to arrests.
0: But this was Ithaca's prerogative. A two-page executive order leaves a lot open as to what these plans should contain, or what levels of reforms need to happen. And with the plans already submitted statewide, we've seen towns, cities, and villages in New York tackle the problems in different ways and to different extents.
4: I think that Executive Order 203 was a nod and a gesture and didn't have much teeth to it.
0: This is Yusuf Abdul-Kadir, a co-leader of SPARC, or the Syracuse Police Accountability and Reform Coalition. He also teaches at Syracuse University and was previously a senior strategist at the New York Civil Liberties Union.
4: There is nothing that, in, that necessitates the municipalities across the state to check a number of boxes, as they have, and say we did the very bare minimum and
2: therefore we can move forward. If it wasn't detectable in his tone of voice, Yusuf is critical of Executive Order 203 and how it was manifested in his city of Syracuse. You can pay
4: lip service uh, or as the analogy will continue, they put lipstick on the pig and somehow we're all supposed to kiss her and walk down the aisle. And I'm certainly not Kermit.
2: But it's not just the order. He's critical of the idea of reform when it comes to policing.
4: I don't like to use the word reform. I I don't think that reform is adequate or sufficient for the problems that necessitated a discussion on transformation of law enforcement's relationship with the communities that they're supposed to serve. Because reform gives you the impression that there are just a few minor things that have to be tweaked and altered, and otherwise it's, it's a system that's running well, I would put forth that it is running well because its, a, it's intended uh, purpose has been and has continued to be throughout U.S. history, the maintenance of a racial caste system.
0: On this episode of Which Way Forward? we're going to try and look at how the executive order manifested itself differently.
2: Comparing the development and executions of the plans in Ithaca and Tompkins County, and then in Syracuse and Onondaga County. In previous episodes of
0: Which Way Forward, we've spoken about the issues in the Ithaca area and beyond between race and policing. In Syracuse, this is no different and in many ways more pronounced.
2: But first, let's get the most basic details straight and get some context out for the differences between Syracuse and Ithaca.
0: While both are known for their higher education, Syracuse is the larger of the
2: two. Much larger. Its population is close to 140,000 and the metro area is upwards of 650,000.
0: Ithaca's year-round population is about 30,000, and when school is in session, the population nearly doubles. Cornell students and Ithaca College students add upwards of 25,000 people to the city's overall population. In total, Tompkins County has a population of 100,000 with students.
2: Their demographics are pretty different, too. Speaking about just the cities and not the surrounding areas, a little more than 60% of Ithaca's population identifies as white, almost 30% is Asian, 6% is black, and the rest is a mix between two or more races.
0: Whereas about 50% of Syracuse identifies as white, 30% as black, 10% as Hispanic, 5% Asian, 1% Native American. The remaining 4% is categorized as other.
2: The city had the highest concentration of poverty among black people in the country in 2015, and a recent report by the nonprofit CNY Fair Housing shows that the problem is still growing, with the range of poverty-stricken areas having expanded.
0: And if you were to overlay a map of Syracuse's impoverished neighborhoods, Over the map showing the city's segregated demographics, it would slide in like a puzzle piece.
2: According to data from the Census Bureau, Syracuse ranks as the 18th most impoverished city in the country by poverty rate, with some other upstate cities like Rochester nearby on the list.
0: Syracuse's populations are deeply segregated racially and economically. And
2: the police forces, too.
4: What percent of the police live in a city?
2: Uh, 90,
4: about 5% or so? 5%, so 95% don't live in the city. Yes, so when you say that the vast majority of the percentage goes towards salaries, etc., yes, fringe benefits, that means that they take their money on 81, go to outside the city, pay taxes in those communities that have some of the best schools while we have an underfunded school district.
2: This is Yusuf speaking to Syracuse's Mayor Ben Walsh at a public forum on July 2nd in 2020. Despite a 40-year policy aimed at diversifying Syracuse's law enforcement, the Syracuse Police Department reports that about 87% of its force is white. Yusuf is at the forum as a co-leader of Spark, enumerating demands for transforming the city's police department.
0: They're in the Syracuse City Hall. And as Yusuf speaks, he becomes more and more animated and energized, counter to the placidly-seated
4: Walsh. That's the context that you as the mayor have to look at this under. So when we talk about renegotiating union contract, what we're saying is you can't play around with, maybe um, we will, no, y'all gotta go because you don't provide a service that is beneficial to the community, that is meaningful. Yusuf is
0: emphasizing that social issues, especially when it comes to race and poverty are inseparable from issues with policing. But the executive order wasn't meant to address poverty or segregation. It was an order focused on crime response.
2: Activists throughout the country, with the call by many to defund the police, called for actions like this last year to redistribute resources from the police to fight poverty and ensure that those in law enforcement are there as a part of and for the community.
0: Fast forward to March, Syracuse's Common Council unanimously approved its police reform plan that it developed in partnership with the county much like Ithaca's Common Council recently did. They titled it the Police
2: Reform and Reinvention Plan.
0: It requires an annual use of force report, expands the department's crisis intervention training program to include more officers and all new recruits, and gives more training for interactions with marginalized groups.
2: Late last year, SPD also unveiled a new use of force policy with new limits, such as bans on chokeholds, banning firing on moving vehicles, and banning use of force as retaliation while also limiting the use of no-knock warrants. To better become
0: part of the community, the Reform and Reinvention Plan outlines a junior cadet program for the police force coming out of the impoverished neighborhood of Fowler. Also, separate from the plan, a new contract has been reached between the city and the Syracuse Police Union. Officers are going to be required to live within the city for their first five years working.
2: Although not as comprehensive as in Ithaca, a lot of actions are being taken. But still, many activists such as Yusuf and Spark are not sold on it and do not think it's enough.
4: Yeah, we, we're given this false promise, this false sense that, um, it's about making sure that police forces are more diverse, which is important. And it's about making sure that um, they live in the community that they serve, which I suppose is also important. But it's actually more broad than that. It's about the way that we've allowed for our communities to be divested out of intentionally. And I think it's easy to say haphazardly, but intentionally. You know, Syracuse is is a city in Onondaga County and Onondaga County is the ninth most segregated county in the country.
2: While diversification and new policies are good, They do not address the core issues of the disparity in the city. And that's the case
4: because we've allowed ourselves to focus on the types of segregation that existed in the South, the kind of overt, clear, colors only, whites only, and not the kind of covert ways that these issues manifest themselves in New York communities through nimbyism, through interstate highway systems and redlining and other types of policies that our geographic footprint is built off of.
0: Ithaca's reimagining of public safety has also been met with activist criticism, with many who push for reform disappointed to see the budget for the new department grow from the IPD's previous budget, and others on the more moderate or conservative sides of the issue, voicing opposition for the large changes
2: taking place. The measures in Syracuse's plan might seem like they're headed in the right direction, But the meeting where this plan was approved was marked with caution, some optimistic and some foreboding. Here's Syracuse Councilmember Ronnie White from that meeting. The plan uh, as it now stands uh, is much better than when it was originally presented to the council and that it now contains discernible benchmarks. The true determination of any success that this plan will have will come down to implementation and oversight. Um, That is to say that will things that are included in this plan actually happen, and how will they happen? Because as we have seen, as evidenced by the dispute uh, over the full name with the right to know legislation, success will actually be determined by how this administration and police department go about implementing the suggestions of this plan. Also critical to any success will be proper oversight of the administration and the police department.
0: It's still uncertain how this plan will actually happen. That's been the similar worry in Ithaca. Compounding this issue in Syracuse, however, is that changes to the police department have been tried before. Councilman Khalid Bey said, The mere mentioning of rules that have already been in place demonstrates nothing more than the inability or the unwillingness to enforce rules prior to today. I don't know what guarantees us that those same rules will be enforced tomorrow especially since uh, what's written in this
1: document doesn't come with additional penalty from the state for a lack of enforcement.
2: Overall, the changes appear to be less comprehensive than Ithaca's, yet are posed to take first steps toward addressing more complex problems in a city whose infrastructure and neighborhoods have visible legacies of the many sides of systemic racism.
0: One of the members of Spark, George Kunkel, went as far to write an op-ed in the Syracuse Post standard comparing Syracuse's plan to Ithaca's. His main point was that Ithaca's plan is changing its police response to a public safety response, depending on the call that comes into
2: dispatch. So Syracuse could too. Of the call types SPD responds to, about 9% are in relation to violent crime. Uncle was careful to say that this data, which Spark analyzed and presented itself, only reflects the calls for service. It doesn't reflect the arrests made during other police work.
0: The executive order is framed around making local governments address racialized policing. But it's an issue where the more you look at it, the more you see the intersections it has with other issues. So with that, here is Leslin McBean Claiborne, chair of the Tompkins County Legislature, speaking about Ithaca's plan.
1: I find these recommendations to just barely touching the surface of anything and not really getting to the heavy lift of dismantling structural racism. Now that said, small steps matter. It took years and years and years to develop this construct of racism, race and racism. It will take a little while to dismantle it. So we'll take the small steps.
2: While these issues are being dealt with on different scales for different populations, Leslin firmly believes that Ithaca still faces a lot of the same problems that Syracuse and other places across the country face.
1: Ithaca is not immune from what we're seeing happening nationally. We are not immune from black and brown people being targeted disproportionately by law enforcement. Again,
2: the reimagining public safety work in Ithaca is designed not to just address police response, but the broader scale of public safety. Here's Leslin.
1: The whole picture of public safety is larger than policing. Yes, we have to address the issue of policing. That has to have separate attention. But the rest of it, the housing, the gentrification, the poverty, the addiction issues, all of it is part of addressing the issue of public safety. When people don't know where their next meal is coming from and they have children to feed, they will find a way and that way may be shoplifting.
2: According to the New York State Community Action Association, or NISCA, 37% of Onondaga County's Black residents are living below the poverty line.
0: In Tompkins County, 36% of residents who identify as Black are impoverished. In the city of Ithaca, that number jumps up to 56%. That's according to the Tompkins County Health Department. Now, It is tricky to measure poverty in Tompkins County and the city of Ithaca. The student population tends to skew these numbers since students typically don't have an income or only work part-time, though these statistics do exclude students that live
2: in dormitories. But homeownership offers another lens to look at financial security. According to 2017 data from the U.S. Department of Housing, there are about 1,250 black households in Ithaca. About 29% of these households are owned. That's below the national average for rates of black homeownership, which has been fluctuating throughout the pandemic, bobbing in the mid 40%. But it's almost on the money for the current New York state average, which is just above 31%.
0: These economic disadvantages go up against... Ithaca's rising cost of living, and this is the formula for gentrification.
1: We, as people of color, are no longer able to live in the neighborhoods where our people are, where we can connect with neighbors who look like us and who support us. We are no longer able to do that, and it is, it's happened throughout history All of a sudden, the neighborhoods that we lived in and we developed, especially as uh, Black folks and, and people of color in general, become prime neighborhoods for some reason or the other, and then we get pushed out. We can't afford our homes anymore. And that is part of my, has been part of my hesitation with this document as well, and these recommendations and and part of the expectation for the um, larger conversation to come because we cannot address issues of public safety. Policing is just one part of it without addressing issues of poverty, issues of homelessness, issues of addiction, because all of those things and more, all of them contribute to what ends up happening to a person like George Floyd.
0: The impact that a social investment like affordable housing could make isn't lost on Ithaca's mayor, but here he is explaining where the city's hands are tied in a sense.
3: The uh, true fact that social investments reduce crime more than crime prevention investments and and, uh, that You know, communities are stuck in this trap created in the 80s in which the only way for communities to raise funds is property taxes and sales taxes and not progressive income taxes. So while the federal government starved those social programs, communities, the only way to feed them is to grow your your tax base. I mean, you could take the entire amount of uh, funds from the police department and spend it on social services, and you're still not scratching the the actual needs for More affordable housing, universal health care, great education.
0: With plans now set in place for Ithaca and Tompkins County and Syracuse and Onondaga County, time will tell how exactly they get implemented, what roadblocks they will
2: reveal, and what successes will be found. And what the conversation around reimagining public safety will grow to include. The sound clips you heard in this story are from NBC News. Music you heard is from Blue Dot Sessions. This has been Jimmy Jordan. And Jay Bradley for WRFI.